So welcome to another episode of the 918 Files. Today we are talking with Julie B., right? Yes, it is. Okay, who is a spiritual energy guide, which is just sounds cool in itself, right? I think, I mean, honestly, that's, you know, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, when I, I saw the, the title, I was like, that is cool. I need to talk to this lady. <laughs> so before I ask you what a spiritual energy guide does, tell me what you don't do. So what I don't do is I don't speak to those who passed away. So um, I don't talk to the dead, those that have passed away. Um, I believe that everyone has the capability of speaking to their own loved ones. It would be as if you wanted to talk to your mom and you're in a mid-conversation with her and you go and hand me a phone and Mm. your mom's going to be like, who is this? And there is, you know, she doesn't, they don't know me, but they know you. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times... I strongly believe, and I've seen it, and I've experienced it with my clients, is that they, um, once they're able to hear the message that they want from their family, it's like, oh, that is them. That does make sense. This is what they're talking about. Um, And the other thing is that a lot of people don't really realize is that when you're opening up a channel to speak to somebody, you might not know who's coming through on the other end. Which, yeah, that's, I would, I wouldn't want to do that stuff either, but... I mean, if you look at like Ouija boards and pendulums, I don't do those. I don't even play with them. Please stop playing with them, people, because <laughs> there it's not, it's not, it's literally, and there are tons of stories that I've read and I've heard from people, um, but you don't know who you're talking to. Yeah. And what, what do they call Like, what's the official title for those that do that? St- mediums or something? Um, or? Yeah. So they're psychic mediums okay. and those that do it. I know, I know psychic mediums that do it. Um, and I'm like, hey, Awesome. Congratulations! I I you love would, that you do it, and I'm even friends with them. And um, but I'm like I just I don't I don't I don't play. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't either. And we we actually we've done a couple like investigations where people have told us about you know I have a, this weird stuff happening in my house like lights right. are flicking off or whatever, and then we'll go there and we've had one where the light actually flicked off right, uh-huh. and as we're doing that, and then I said I'm out. I'm not, I'm not doing this. And right. people are like, why wouldn't you want to look in, like, don't you investigate stuff? I go, not when it comes to nope. that topic. And because like I said, I'm out. Like mm-hmm. you get some legit people interacting with you or whatever it is interacting yeah. with you, I'm out. Well, I mean, that point is where, I mean, a, you know, a priest needs to come by. And, <laughs> and honestly, and I've, and I've gone on house clearings before to where I'm like, I'm out. I wish you like we're going to call a priest up here because that's what really needs to happen. Um, there was one house that we did a house clearing at where um, there was demonic energy and the boy was being told to um, write on the door. So he wrote yes or no on the door and they would talk to him and he would just point autom- and it's automatic. It's basically a Ouija board. Yeah. And again, that's another way of communication. And yeah, no thanks. There's- so I, yeah, I don't, I don't do that. It's you know, I can talk to my family and spirit, but I don't talk to those who passed away. Yeah, because yeah, there's just no way. So what exactly? What do you actually do though in your position, like for your title? Like, what is it that you actually do? So um, when my cape rolls out, because you know it is an awesome title, spiritual energy guide. Yeah, I like um, it. I think it is. And so what I do is I am able to um, read my client's energy. So. I am able to turn on, um, I meditate in the very beginning of our reading, get to a very high level of energy, high level of frequency, and it's almost like a channel, like a radio station. 
Mm-hmm. I turn on a very special radio station where I can receive information and messages, and then I can then give those messages to my clients for their interpretation. Pretty so cool. it's to where, um, and it's no different than a regular psychic medium because you say yes or no. Like, can you validate this? You know, does this make sense to you? Yeah, it does. Okay, then I'm on the right track and then we're going to keep going. So um, I read my clients' energy. A lot of them are coming to me with, you know, questions or low energy or just kind of wanting to know what's next. Um, so I kind of help give them a little bit of, of um a little bit of insight of what they need to do or if their house is like, you know what, my house feels weird. All right. So you just get a lot of random stuff then? There's no like set? No, there's not. Um, I'm actually in the process of getting my uh, life coaching Mm -hmm. so I can do some spiritual life coaching as well. So I'm really opening up all the avenues for people to come to. So what do you look for when, so if someone contacts you and they say, because like we were talking earlier, right? Right. So let's say I'll be your client. I'm your potential customer. Okay. So I call you and I say, hey, I kind of want some clarification on some stuff. And this is like legitimately true. Like, okay. so, so I was just in North Carolina mm-hmm. and like I told you, and I, there's just like a weird sense when it comes to dense tree lines. It's always weirded me out. You know, some people are like, they're scared of the ocean for whatever reason or okay. some weird stuff. Right. To me, whenever I go back east, I go to the East Coast, primarily like East Coast or even okay. I used to live in England when I was a kid. It's that dense forced tree line where you're just kind of like uh and that's always that's creepy to a lot of people but to me it's like what would you say to me if i was telling you that stuff so if you were my client i would say um and and i know that we talked about this before i would almost be like hey there's some sort of like past life history that's going on here that we can um you know tap into to see what's going on um but even you know intuitively i'm there's something there's something you can't see that you don't like. Mm-hmm. There's this level of unknown to where it's probably why you do what you do. Um, and that's the first thing I was hearing is like, you can't you can't see what's on the other side or it's almost you are stuck inside inside of it and you can't get out. It's like a, it's almost like a glass, like, you know, like you put like a glass dome on somebody and you're like, okay, run around. It's like, I can't get out. Yeah, it's, it's to me, it's kind of weird where when you talk about this type of stuff to where some people can go in the ocean and it's right. not a big deal. They just jump right in, they swim and they go, you know, they go like a mile out and you're like, yeah. dude, you're crazy. And then there's other people that don't even want to go, they don't even want to go to the beach because they have such a fear of that deep water, you know. So it's really funny that you mentioned that because I went with my husband and I agree 100%. We went on a wedding, like our vacation, just him and I were like, oh, let's go on a trip. So I was like, oh, I want to be like the cool wife. And I'm like, let's go like swimming with the sharks. No, thanks. I'm out. <laughs> that was possibly the most dumbest thing I've ever. I mean, like it was just it was just straight up dumb. It was panic attack in the ocean, seeing red, couldn't figure out like it was awful mm-hmm. to where he was like, I never want to do that ever again. So he came home from the trip and I could never go into the water. And I came home from the trip. I'm like, I got to figure out what this is. So I went and I saw, I did a post online looking for someone to kind of help get some clarification. And a woman by the name of Linda Bennett is a really well-known past life regression um, hypnosis. Mm -hmm. And um, she's like, hey, I'm teaching a class. Do you want to be my subject? I'm like, free? Like, that's just straight up gypsy in me. Like, all day long, yes, I'll take it. Yeah, always. Right? And um, so I went, and I was like, all right, I didn't know what to expect. Like, I walk in, and there's, like, a class of, like, 30 people to where I was like, oh, this is, like, an actual thing. 
Mm-hmm. And she did past life hypnosis on me, past life regression to where I was able to see myself um, running in cobblestones, wearing a dress. Like I felt the weight of the dress, the whole nine. And um, I was actually caught for being a witch. Which is not good. Which is not good. I mean, it was, yeah, it was not good at all. It was like an old canal that went out into the lakes. It was probably like England or somewhere kind of there. And um, actually was up against a wall. And I looked to the side and I saw my face on a poster. And I was like, that's, it was me with like six or seven other women. And I'm like, oh, but it's basically gold grades, the church. Yeah. And in my past life, um, I actually saw my husband walk by this way. So he wasn't coming after me, but I literally saw him to her. I was like, that's okay. Okay. I'm like, what is going on? That's so weird. And yeah. then it was the two guys, and I was like, shoot, I'm in trouble. And they put me in a boat and tied me with um, like bricks to my ankles. And I felt the water going into where it was, I literally talking with you right now, I felt like I was drowning. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. And then there was like a moment of peace. And then I kind of got the clarity that I needed to where it was like I was scared of the ocean because I was murdered there in one of the past lives yeah because i mean you never know right and it's 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 like we talked before and it's something that i wish more people would be that they would acknowledge right right? where it's just kind of like the the world's a weird place right and it's just kind of like you need to acknowledge that there's maybe because there's people always say you know follow the science right there's always a scientific reason for stuff but you don't know that because there's stories all over the place it's like i think it's weird you know, a handful of years ago, my kid, my son was probably about three and a half, four years old. Mm-hmm. Out of like a makeshift of Legos and paper and all that, whatever, he built like a crossbow. And it was kind of like the old school looking crossbow yeah. thing. And I was like, dude, what did you, what did you learn to do this? And he goes, he kind of shrugged and whatever. Yeah. And then there's another moment where out of tinfoil, he built. You know, if you ask me to build a boat, even to this day, I'm going to build you like a little... Like a choo-choo. little banana boat yeah. type whatever. Sure. He built a, out of tinfoil, like a Viking ship looking, you know, the flat, yep. the, the, the the end piece is weird. And I, cool. I looked at it and I'm like, dude, where'd you learn this? Because you know how it is now with YouTube and stuff, you right. can kind of... But he was like, I don't know, I just built a boat. And it's like, I pulled up a picture of the Viking ships from back in the day uh-huh. And I showed my wife, you know, the boat and yeah. the picture, and she just kind of walked away because she's like, I, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's it's like I said, the world's a weird place, and people need to acknowledge the weirdness and open their minds a little bit, right? Because remember, if you go through history, people used to think that the Earth was flat, right? And if you thought otherwise, you were crazy. You were, yeah. You're, the Earth is not round. The Earth, you know, the the sun revolves around the Earth, and you, if you thought otherwise, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. But and that's kind of what you do, though, is you kind of open people's minds a little bit, right? To- it, it's just, I help them find a little bit more clarity. Um, it's, you know, if you are traveling, if you're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting this different results, yeah, it's not going to happen. But it's like a lot of times my clients are looking for, and I know we've mentioned this before, when they come to me, they're like, I want, you know, I want clarification on my business and my finances of what's going on. And I'm like, okay, cool. But in the reading, I'm going to be like, wait a minute, this is, I'm, I know you want to talk about this, but we need to talk about this other issue. And they're like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to. And I'm like, okay. So I'll kind of keep trying back to like to help them give them, I'm like, okay, but this is kind of something I'm like, I'm getting a lot of information for, for you. Mm-hmm. And they go, and it ties together. And everything t- ties together about like, okay, whatever happened back here 
as a child or as a teenager is now affecting you here because you've never able to get clarity and can't move past it. Um, and it just kind of helps people make sense. And even when we were kids, we used to play pretend. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times did you play like, oh, I'm dragons and fairies and, you know, trolls and just make believe. We used to do that all the time as kids. Yeah. There were no boundaries as a child. You could literally take, I remember being a kid and like getting grass and like leaves me like, oh, I made tacos. Mm -hmm. It was just like our minds were so open with imagination because there were no boundaries. Yeah. Everything was free. Everything was innocent until you start to become an adult. You're like, wait a minute. I have to pay the SRP bill. I can't really listen to my intuition. I have to go work a nine to five. Yeah. And you 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 stop listening to yourself and- like I said, I used to be a police officer, right, with, with Phoenix. Right. And one thing that being a cop and dealing with threats all the time and all the weirdness that is out in the world, especially yeah. in Phoenix, right, where the I-17 area. <laughs> Familiar with that area. People people know. Like, I yeah. Know. Yeah, you'll know. So, but one thing I think that a skill that you kind of acknowledge more is mm-hmm. your ability to, to, like, read emotion and body language. Yeah. And, and I think that's something that, humans don't do enough of but they just don't listen to their body and their mind and whatever but anyway um well no i mean and even talking with somebody i mean you could talk with you know your spouse or your friend and they're telling you like how's your day oh it's fine and it's the same thing and you're like wait a minute what's going on here Mm -hmm. and i guess that's something i really want people to to be more aware of is it's okay to start trusting your like if there's an intuition if there's something you're like what's what is that you know people it's safe to trust it you're not going to be crazy and, yeah, I, and i said that I, i'm sorry i um when i came out i'm like listen guys i'm out of the crystal closet like here we are this <laughs> is what i do before that i did graphic design for 25 years yeah and going from 25 years of graphic design web design to like you do what now and i'm like this is what i do when you come out of that closet you're like you can't you there you can't go back in there is no going back inside that and that's one of the reasons why we do this podcast is because are there legitimate crazy people out there that are just yeah. that need to be locked up, right? Yeah. Yes, they are. But there are a lot of people that are not crazy. It's like even 10 years ago, mm-hmm. if you were to say, look, I saw this in the sky and I don't know what the hell it is, right. people would be like, dude, you're crazy. You mm-hmm. can could, could lose secret clearances in the military for, for all this stuff. But nowadays, it's kind of like if you see something and you're reporting it, you're less likely to be thought, you know, crazy whatever but again but that's what i kind of do and i think you kind of do the same thing where you validate people by listening to them and just doing that reading that body language Mm -hmm. and as a cop i did it a lot like people would come up to me and they wouldn't report stuff and it's kind of like when so i was when i was active duty military right Mm -hmm. i remember when before i became a police officer with the city of phoenix i was military and i remember this lady coming up to the to the front gate seeing she wanted to turn herself in because she was a forgot the term is but she had info on the russians and anyway okay. anyway i was like oh my god this is so cool and i right. called local pete cheyenne pd and i was like man this is crazy this is great right cop shows up and he's like dude she's crazy right right okay which he knew because yeah. he had dealt with it and he experienced it like he kind of knows how to read people so now fast forward to when do my police officer stuff when i first started you i couldn't really tell who's legitimate and who was you know needed to Mm -hmm. go seek medical help but now it's like when i talk to people you can kind of get a gauge of what pretty quick because you've done it i've done it so much in practice and i listen more to myself than i used to and that's really smart especially when you can kind of get that intuition start trusting yourself because then you're like that's how you strengthen it's like a muscle yeah it's like going for i mean you said that you run it's Mm -hmm. like 
I don't run. I mean, I, I'm starting to run more now, but uh, you know, but you have to exercise that muscle, that yeah. intuition, that gut feeling that you have. People have to start trusting it. Yeah. You know, we we're talking about like, you know, when you're thinking like, oh, I have to call my husband. He's like, oh, I was just thinking about you. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Yes, it's because you guys have been married for so long, but it's also because you you're trusting your intuition. You're trusting that gut instinct of yourself. Yeah, it's like my mom used to say with, it's your old part of your brain. She, uh-huh. She'd always call it the old part of your brain where. That's that old past life part of your brain. Yeah, it's where it's just kind of like, you know, when you, you think something and then your spouse is, your spouse is thinking something and they're like 50 miles away. Yeah. You're not talking and then you're thinking the same thing. Yep. That's the old part of your brain. And my mom was an old British, British lady, right? Where she would always say this weird stuff, but. I love her. Yeah, I don't even I don't even know her and I adore her. Yeah. Yeah, she was awesome, but it's just, you know, people just need to listen to themselves more. So, but so my question, next question, um what's the weirdest thing? Cuz I know you've you've had to have someone contact you. I did. Um oh my gosh, there's been a few. Um the weirdest thing would be actually just a house clearing I did. Tastes Friday. It was on Tuesday, just this past week. Mm-hmm. So client calls and says, Hey, I want to get my, you know, my house just feels weird. I had a divorce with my husband, you know, and even like a bad contract with like building a house or anger or anything like energy just will just negative energy will just kind of stay. It's almost like a sludge or mold. So um, she calls me up and she's like, I'm talking with her on the phone, doing her intake, kind of figuring out what's going on. Are there kids? My, my number one, I'm a parent. So my number one question are, is, are the kids being affected? And if they are, how? And, you know, regardless of that doesn't change it, but it's like, I want to know what exactly is going on. Maybe it's night tremors. Maybe it's night terrors. Maybe it's too much sugar before bed. Whatever it is, always the reasonable solution first. So it seemed just like a bad divorce. Stepson was in the house, kind of had a bad energy. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, well, you know, let me come in there. And I walk in to the house and I'm like, and it was actually funny because I pull up to the, and I was super nervous that day. I'm never nervous Mm. to where I'm like, okay. Like strongest guides come with me like right now. Like I work with God. I work with archangels and I'm like, you know, and I don't mean work with like I have a straight phone call to him, but that's I talk, you know, I pray. That's how I talk with God. Archangels, I pray to them and I'm like, I need you guys here. Grew up Roman Catholic, so that's going to be with me no matter what. My mom's totally disappointed what I do, but I still love her. So (laughs) um, and Mexican, too. So I'm like, I'm like, you're you'll be good. And um, so get to that. I pull up to the street and there are two or three Mesa cop cars, like SUVs parked in front of a house. One officer is running to the back and another guy's like banging on the door. And I'm like, this is the street I have to go on for this house clearing. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is what I'm walking into. Like that was yeah. literally like a red flag. I'm like, okay. So took a few minutes to kind of meditate. I do a lot of, um, I don't say protection. I call, I give myself boundaries. Mm-hmm. So I create boundaries for myself everywhere I go because if you have protection, something's coming after you. Yeah. It's intention. If you have boundaries, nothing's coming after me because I have my boundaries. It's like a fence around your house. Yeah. So um, I'm like, I have boundaries, super strong, prayed and my whole thing. Um, I have a Psalm 44 prayer that I do and then a St. Archangel Michael prayer telling you a little bit of Catholic in me. So we, I go to the house and I walk in and I'm like, okay, you could just feel just, um, almost like, uh, you know, like a lava, remember like lava lamps, where it was just like a big, like slow glob moving up around. And then there were like little ones. Yeah. Literally it's how you felt walking in here. And I've been to like a a few amount of people's houses to where I'm like, this is interesting. 
So we go sit down. I can tell both of them are kind of nervous. I'm like, all right, let's kind of figure out what's going on here. And who, so, who are the two that you're talking to? Uh, it's the homeowner and her friend. Okay. So the homeowner is the one who called and her friend is spiritual. And she's like, she's totally into the stuff and she wanted to be here. And I was really glad she was because she was able to validate some things. Mm-hmm. And because it's one thing for me to do it, but it's also like, you know, for someone else to be like, no, this is what I'm picking up. Okay, perfect. Because that's exact. you know, I was going to say that. I mean, evidence, validation, knowing that you're not just, you know, you're not just crazy and we're not. So we go, we sit down, we talk and um, I ask them, you know, like, hey, what are you experiencing in the house? And then the homeowner's like, you know, nothing just, you know, just kind of feels weird. And I'm like, okay. And I look to the woman to my right, who I've never met before. I go, what? I go, what about you? And she looks at me almost, I could have knocked her over with a feather. She goes, why do you say that? I'm like, I'm, this is literally what I do for a living. I'm like, there's something, I'm like, what area of the house do you not like? And she's like, and she looks to her friend. She goes, I've been in your house for 13 years. She goes, I cannot stand that hallway. I can't go down that hallway. I'm nauseous. I'm sick to my stomach. And I'm like, so this isn't just a normal house clearing. Hmm. So I'm like, you know, now I kind of get an understanding of exactly what I'm walking into, what I need and how to kind of clear it out. I don't, like I said, I don't talk to I don't talk to the dead. It's like Archangel Michael, Archangels, like, come in, like, clear this out, push it out, do grid work, whatever it is. So she's like, you know, and I'm like, well, do the dogs sleep there? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, that's why the dogs are sick. So we go there and I couldn't even walk into the area. It was almost as if, um, like, something was almost pushing on my chest. And I'm like, all right. So I kind of took a step back, prayed, did my, did my thing. And I walked in, I sat down in the area and it was just, it just felt super heavy. Like I couldn't think, I couldn't, you just couldn't think straight. So, you know, I went and I cleared and in meditation, I saw um, like an elevator, but one was black and one was white. I'm like, that's really weird. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So, um, we clear it and or I clear it and I'm like, okay, this is better. And I go, where? I'm like, your stepson? She goes, yeah. I go, he's up here. She goes, yeah. So right before, right on the very bottom of the floor was this room and this area was just neg- negativity. And then the next one was a stepson who was having a lot of problems. Depression, anger, frustration, um, cursing, not sleeping, just a lot of just off stuff. So um, I'm like, this is interesting. So I go in the room, clear from the outside. Then I go in the room and I couldn't look at the closet, which I'm like, why can't I look there? And I go, I look and there are dolls. I'm like, oh. Dolls are always creepy. I don't care. I mean, it's, yeah. And she's like, so, and then she's like, oh, well, I bought them secondhand. For the love of everything holy people, stop buying Goodwill stuff. Don't buy furniture Goodwill. Don't buy, do not buy a mirror from Goodwill. Like it's just... You're bringing people's energy with them. Yeah, I've always thought that because, you know, I think emotion gets attached to property. Yep. And then, or to certain certain items. Yeah. Um, or energy or people will get yeah. attached because they're like, I, what's going on here? Yep. So um, we go, I am upstairs and I'm looking in this closet and the dolls, she's like, oh, she's like, those are the dolls. I'm like, okay. She's like, I bought them secondhand. I'm like, you didn't see Chucky? She's like, well, I have an Annabelle. And I almost was like, I'm done. I don't want, just don't pay me. I'm done. I'm like, what do you mean in Annabelle? Her um, ex-husband's aunt, who was never a fan of her, made her a doll. And it was a Raggedy Ann doll. And then her um, daughter made the Andy. 
So I guess Annabelle was named after, I guess, Raggedy Ann. And Ann or, so I've never seen the movie. Don't want to. Don't even ask me to see it. So she's like, well, it's in the attic right above here. And I'm like, so I'm like, I'm trying to get the logistics of the house. I'm like, so downstairs of the floor where the dogs are getting sick. Um, the sun lives right here. And above it is this doll that someone made with ill intention for you that you named Annabelle instead <laughs> of Raggedy Ann. Here's your sign. Like, exactly. And she's like, oh, I never even thought about that. She's like, do you want me to go get it? And I was like, yeah. It's like, get rid of it? Get, I mean, you have, yeah. but you have to clear it. You have to, you know. So she saw it and I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to touch it. I'm like, I don't just keep it over there to where um, she's like, well, you know, I, I mean, it's for something. So it, it was literally a, um, I don't want to say it was a very low vibrational, low energy source. Mm -hmm. And, um, and to where I was like, you need to go ahead and just double bag this and go drop this off in a construction site on the very far southwest side of Phoenix. It just sounds like a horror movie waiting to start. It, like right? it literally, it literally Someone was, goes to the dumpster and finds this and doll. Finds and, it. and I'm like, yeah. just put it in there. I'm like, and just go ahead and just free will it. Just, you know, I thank you for giving me memories. We're done. Mm -hmm. And just kind of release it. So she did, or she's going to, and then her daughter has a mirror in the room. And the daughter was like, I can't look in this mirror. Two hours looking at this mirror, and I, I would instantly get nauseous. And that's never a good sign. And I'm like, okay, you got to, so both of these have to go. She had um, she had a dream catcher in the room that wasn't about, above a mirror, about the window. And so it was just like all of these things that she was doing that was just causing so much chaos in her home. And it was just weird because you would go in, I would walk in thinking it was one thing and then coming to find out that it was something totally different. And when I had left, it was, um, I kept having like dreams of just like the stories from the house and the doll and everything else to where I was like, okay, I'm like, no more dolls, no more of this stuff. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just odd to hear that um, people can make you a doll and you're like, oh, this is a great gift. And they're like, they don't like you. Here's the intention. Yeah. I was just watching a show yesterday, actually, about the Civil War in Gettysburg and mm -hmm. there's an orphanage um, where they kept a lot of these, you know, these, because, you know, yeah. they're parentless after the war. And I remember someone saying about how they brought a doll to this. To, they donated it. I forgot why, but um, the caretaker, I guess she was abusing the kids and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. well, anyway, they donated this doll. This is like, you know, 2000. Right. And then the next day they found the doll dismembered and just, so, I mean, yep. dolls in general are just creepy stuff, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is another one of those cases where you kind of got to listen, be aware of your surroundings, listen to what your body's telling you and, you know. You have to you have to be alert of what's going on and what's happening and and sometimes you, you know, you walk into a situation like that like that and you're just like what this isn't what I thought it to be you know my husband and I or family went to Disneyland it was not a Disneyland resort hotel but we went and stayed at a hotel and um, you know we were all in one room and the kids were on one side of the room and I was on the other and. My husband went out to go have a cigar and 
all the kids were just were falling were asleep. They've been asleep for like an hour and a half. I was just about to fall asleep in a twilight state. Mm-hmm. And that's where your subconscious kind of stuff happens. Yeah. And there's a child at the end of my foot, at the foot of my bed. And I thought it was one of mine. And I go, thank you. Um, I go, I look at one of the kids and I'm like, what are you doing? And looks at me and go, I'm like, go back to bed. Now, mind you, my kids are to the left of me. Mm-hmm. To the right of me is a wall. This child literally walks into the right of the wall and disappears. I'm out. See, that's when I say I'm out. Like, I about, get in a new room. We're no, out. No, no. I was just like, what the heck was that? And I look over to my kids. My littlest is snoring. So mm-hmm. I know it wasn't her. My other guy is in the top bunk. And my daughter is on the bottom bunk with a ladder. So there's no way that anybody from the left side of the room could have gone to the right. Yeah. So I sent my husband a message. I'm like, I think I just saw a ghost. And my husband's, you know, in the um, public service industry. And um, he very kindly responds with a ghost emoji and says, boo. And I'm like, accurate. Yeah, Yeah, because we're all like, I'm like him. We're extremely skeptical. Like if my wife would have said that, I'd have been like, what were you drinking? Like what was going on? Like, you know, but. But no, it was, yeah. So he was like, he's like, come on. And he walks in the room and he's like, boo. And I'm like, I'm not joking. I'm like, I am praying. Like there's something that's going on here. So he's like, just go to bed. So we go to bed that night. And I had a dream of that child who came and was telling me what was going around, going on. And we were actually hiding. It's actually really funny. It was like crates like these to the, our left. It's like a wooden crate, like a shipping crate. And we're hiding behind this crate. And he puts his fingers up to his mouth. And he's telling me that, you know, like, she got to be quiet. So, like, I'm watching and I'm seeing his parent. I'm assuming it's his parents or his family. They're being taken aboard an old, um, like, a train. And they're just being separated. And, like, the mother, it's, a, like, it's literally a mother's cry, like, for a child being ripped from her arms. It's a sound that will stick with me for the rest of my life. And I'm I was sure. like, oh, my gosh. So, I wake up the next, and then my dream stops. And I wake up and I'm like, that was odd my husband's laying next to me in bed and we're getting ready to go to to move on to our next vacation and he goes did you hear that woman who was screaming all night long and i i mean you could have knocked me over i'm like what did you say he's like he goes i thought it was you screaming he's like it was right in my ear he goes i actually turned the light on he goes and you were sound asleep he goes i thought it was the neighbors behind us but i didn't hear anything Mm -hmm. i'm like um i got something to tell you He's like, what? And this is before I came out of the crystal closet. I was in the crystals and everything, but not to where I am now. And I'm like, um, so that ghost boy, I had a dream. And the woman that I heard screaming, I'm like, did she scream? three? He's like, three times. And I'm like, okay. He's like, we're out. We're done. We're never coming back here. It's a great hotel. I'm like, uh, I would do it. I'd do it again. No. no. <laughs> it's, it's like, it, there's one time where I was staying at a hotel in D.C. Right. Where... I thought not, I forgot the name of it, but it used to be an, an old post office during the Civil War. Uh-huh. It's been a whole bunch of different things, right? Because that's how all DC was, yeah. And I remember um, I went to go eat with my friends, and, you know, well, I actually backtracked. So at night I was sleeping and I felt like something blow my ear, thought nothing of it, mm-hmm. right? And then I go eat with my friends, and they're like, I told them where I'll stand, and they're like, oh, that's fancy, whatever. I go, yeah, yeah, anyway. And they're like, yeah, that place is haunted too, man. And I was like, there's no no way. You know, right. again, very skeptical because you right. hear all these stories or whatever. And then the guy was like, no, no. He goes, there's a story of this. There's like a girl that goes around in people's rooms and blows in people's ears. 
I tell you what, I'm never going back to that hotel again ever because of that little incident. Because like like I said, I was laying in bed. I felt like something blew my ear. I thought nothing of it. Right. But then I went to go. Yeah, I was just kind of like, whatever. But then I went to go eat with my buddies the next, that, you know, that night. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, 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 there's a girl that walks. I was like, freaking kidding me? But ain't happening, not going back. Yeah. And I would tell, you know, I I talk to someone like you, but I would talk to them in the broad daylight. Yeah. You know, not. (laughs) Not in dark with like a seance table or. Not at that hotel, like not talking to anyone. Well, I mean, and, you know, and I guess that part of the story is that, you know, those that have passed are with us wherever we go. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's parts where, I mean, we'll be walking. I'm like, oh, there's, you know, I'll see energy or I'll see. And I'm like, stay over there. Don't talk to me. Like it's, and you'll, they're everywhere. You know, yeah. and a lot of times they just kind of want to connect or being like, hey, I'm still here. And sometimes they miss their furniture. They miss their family. And other times they just, they like scaring people. Like it's still fun for them. They're still like, a, they're literally still like a prankster and like, you know, it's kind of fun like that. And I could see like my mom would be that type of person. And oh yeah, it's kind of like when my mom passed away last August and I'm telling you, my dad like jokes around about how he's going to get rid of all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I wouldn't, because my mom's stuff with her, was her stuff and mm-hmm. she's the type of person that, you know, there's an emotional attachment yeah. to, to property, not all property, but you know what I'm saying? Yes. So. Yeah, and um, in the very beginning, when I started my business, I did a reading for about 30 30 people in a room, and I was speaking to those who passed away. Mm -hmm. And I would, like, come up with the name, and like, okay, it was this. And I remember one lady whose husband had passed, and um, and it was his nickname. And I said the name, and she's like, no one said anything. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so next name. Okay, it's somebody. So... I'm like, I'm like, I'm still hearing this person's name and it's, it's an initial, it's like a, you know, two letter initial. And she's like, well, that's my husband, but his name is, you know, this. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, he's talking about stop selling his tools. And she was with her sister and they started like to cry. And I'm like, what's going on here? She's like, we're having, well, she's like, we're getting ready to do a garage sale this weekend. Mm-hmm. She goes, and he has so many tools that I'm selling them all. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, what's the green canister? Like this, like a military army green camo case. And she's like, what did you say? I'm like, there's like a, it's a star and it's like kind of scratched off and there's like a penmanship writing on it. She goes, that was my grandfather's or that was his, gra- um, that was his grandpa's. And I'm like, okay, he's telling you to put an entire set of tools, a hammer, screwdriver, just his own stuff, put it in this box and you could sell everything else. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay and um and she's like that was she goes that was the best she goes that's exactly what i need to hear to stop selling his tools yeah because like i said it's you know people are they have an attachment to it but yeah and it's you know it'll pass down through generations and you can still kind of feel the energy from that stuff but absolutely you know i have a um when i go do house clearings i'll wear my grandma's um brooch from the 1930s mm-hmm. and i'm like that's that was hers she wore it that was her energy it's no different than you know you having your wedding ring and passing it to your kid it's like this was dad's wedding ring this was something that belonged to him you that's, can feel that attachment in there it's pretty cool yeah so to close out um if you could leave a little some knowledge or whatever with our listeners what's one thing that you would want to pass on to them um, I want to pass on to anyone who's listening, um, 
the intention that you put out is the intention that you get. Yeah. It's all about raising, creating positive intention, creating positive energy. We know the state of the world is right now, even your house, even your street, the school, whatever it is, it's not to where we want it to be. We actually have the ability to change. We can't change what's happening around us, but we can change what's happening in our home. So changing the energy in your home, start having dance parties. And yeah, just, just be positive. Be and- positive. Get happy. If you think that the world is coming after you, guess what? The world's going to be like, all right, cool. I'll give you some challenges. Yeah. But if you know, if you believe that the world is full of abundance and everything's coming your way and, you know, the intention that you set out is to make people happy and for you to live a life that is going to serve you and your family and those you love, do that. Look towards the good in people. It's out there. And if you don't see it, I'm going to sound like Gandhi, be it. Be that positive change. Help someone out. Smile. Even ask them how they're doing. It's just paying attention to the world around you. Because yeah. my sister calls them God winks, right? Yeah. Or it's kind of like with my dog. So my mom passed away. And then a few months later, like my my dog passed away. Yeah. Well, I was at the vet like the night before he passed away. And, um, you know, we're, we're getting checked or whatever. And then, but the vet lady that was there, because my mom was big on butterflies. That was her thing. She loved them. But the veterinarian... They came to pick my dog up before they did like a hydration yeah. treatment or something. I looked, just glanced at her wrist and then there's a butterfly tattoo on her wrist. So it's just kind of like, it's cool little things like like that. So but. It is. It's. I mean, there are messages that we're getting from our family on the other side, but it's about, are you paying attention to it? Yep. Yeah, just pay attention. Just so. pay attention and be that energy that people need. So. Get happy. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Very cool. Well, Julie, it's been nice talking to you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. My pleasure.